Anyway, I guess um uh should we like record the show? We should record the show, I'm sorry. I know, it's we're catching. gonna get tired. I'm already like I'm half. I mean down. the sun's almost care. down. It's bedtime. All right. Oh man, it's about that time. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> <gonna> stop asking. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, man. How are you doing today, though? Today, I'm pretty good. A little sleepy. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, my God. Me, too. Yeah. I can't. Like, I did I did my cooking. Yep. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to start watching Vicar of Dibley while I was doing that. And then I was like, oh, I'm just going to kind of like lay on this bed for a little <laughs> bit and watch on my laptop. And I was oh, man. Like, I'm not. I'm. I'm. 60% laying down right now actually. Good. Kind of kind of leaned up against um the chair that's at the foot of my bed. Like, oh yeah, I'm kind of sitting kind up of. so I'm not going to just like fall asleep while we're recording, but yeah. also not. They're really ex- I think it's also uh I guess spoilers cuz we're I know this isn't going to come out like right now, but it's Halloween weekend. Yep. People were like par ding. Oh, it uh like the guy like he stopped. Like, the music was so loud when I was talking to you on the phone. Where yeah. I could hear, it was like the words were loud wow. in my face. And I was like, that's, that's not good. It's, it's one thing if you can hear, like, the bass or something. But it's like the words are, like, hurting your eardrums. Like, yeah. You know that. But then, like, people were kind of, like, coming in the house and being, like, really loud and obnoxious. And, like, this guy recently, my neighbor, I, I do want to, like, punch. Mm. Because he was, like, stole a, like, shopping cart. That he was, I hear like Why? I'm walking my dog at like ten o'clock at night on like Wednesday or something like that, and I hear like wheels nope. <laughs> coming at me, like and like and like rattling, coming really quickly. I'm like, what the hell is happening? And it's him like riding a shopping cart like down the hill to the house, Why? and I'm like too far away to yell at him. And then he like just like stops it and like leaves it the corner. I'm like what? I don't know. It's probably was somewhere else, but he just rode it and he's an ass. Yeah. And then he like runs up his stairs into his house and he's like hello like super loud i think he lives with his girlfriend i mean i've met two a, a man and a woman who i think both live at this place but i only see the dude really um and he was so nice when i first met him but then like he just but, did all that and i was like yeah. oh god he ruined you've it. suddenly become very obnoxious yeah. Like, I cannot deal with you and me my roommate were just little chaplains we're just trying to like have our just lives trying to live your stuff. life and it's just and her neighbor in the middle, she has a kid that's, like, little, and she's pregnant. She's going to have another kid in, like, two months. And it's like, oh, my mm. God. Like, this is not a frat house. What do you just call Yeah. It? It's actually a fancy Los Angeles neighborhood. Right. In, like, Westwood. I feel like. And, and there's a freaking church down the street. Like, I feel like someone is going to kick this kid out that, of that this would help house. You out. Like, he is too much. I mean, he's just got to calm the hell down. down. Like, it's one thing, you know, that if you Anyway, Sorry. So I'm also tired. Was mm-hmm. my point? <laughs> that became a whole, a whole rant. Um, I, you know, I got in New York. Always we had sounds and stuff and whatever. But this, the rest of the neighborhood is so quiet. Yeah, he's just very. It loud. just seems odd. It's like you gotta calm down, calm. bro. This is not necessary. Calm down. Calm down. Five no. levels. And you're tired too, though, because you worked out. I guess I don't know. Well, and then I like I took a nap, but then it wasn't like a good nap. So I was like just getting mm-hmm. settled into it, and I was like, "Oh, I should get up." <laughs> yeah, I know. I had that same feeling where I was like, I, I, "This happens constantly when we when we tape in the after." Well, it's afternoon my time, where I think, "Oh, I guess you can't sleep later because you'll have to go to sleep for actual sleep." But I start to feel like it's almost nap time, like twenty minutes before, before I'm going to call you. To tape. Yeah, <laughs> that always happens every time. I think it happened when we're in the same time zone too. But although we used to tape like. It was actually nighttime. Yeah, I think for both of us. Yep. So, oh, I remember when I used to get like Amazon, like fresh now delivery. Oh yeah, <laughs> right after we got our like, <laughs> when I lived in New York. Oh, that was fun. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want me to tell you about the holiday? I want to today? know about the holiday. 
Okay, it's funny because one of them we're not going to worry about okay. because it is National Mother-in-Law Day. Okay, I don't have one of those. So I find that interesting. I know me neither. So um, it is also National Chocolate Day. Oh, hey, I can celebrate the shit out of that. Do you have chocolate? I do. I you, I keep chocolate. <laughs> Snort. <laughs> I I keep cho- I keep a chocolate. Keep do you have in your cauldron? Chocolate. In my cauldron. It's in my cauldron. Where mm-hmm. it belongs. You know what? I wanted since I like burn stuff and I'm a witch and shit. I wanted like an actual cast iron cauldron. Mm-hmm. And I was looking online because the ones around here are like expensive. Which yeah, I want to so I want to like support like local, but. I also wanted to look online and see if there were cheaper ones. <laughs> and it was funny because I had to specify cast iron. Otherwise, I was going to get one of yours. Like, it was like a plastic Oh, yeah, like a Dollar Tree for candy. cauldron. Yeah. Like, I can't, you can't be burning nothing in no. there. Um, no. So, you can get some chocolate. I, I will probably eat an ice cream sandwich. Hey, chocolate in that's it. chocolate. I think I got that going. Or some more of my roommate's cookies. I have a chocolate kiss mm. in the middle of peanut butter. Very good. Um, I've eaten like 20 of them already, so who knows. (laughs) Um, So National Chocolate Day, what I liked about it is that they have a little bit about how chocolate is made on the website. And I find this stuff fascinating. It makes me think of when like Reading Rainbow would go to the like the crayon (gasps) factory. Right. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yes. Um, So chocolate comes from the seed of the tropical Theobroma cacao tree. I guess. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Cacao, which has been cultivated for at least three millennia, is grown in Mexico, Central America, and Northern South America. The earliest known documentation of using cacao seeds is from around 1100 BC. The cacao tree seeds have a very intense bitter taste that must be fermented to develop the flavor. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Once the seeds have been fermented, the beans are dried, cleaned, and roasted. After roasting, the shell is removed to produce cacao nibs. Oh, my God. Do you remember Terry on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, <laughs> his cacao nibs? So good. It's a good episode. Um, the cacao nibs are then ground and cacao into cacao mass, which is pure chocolate in rough form. The cacao mass is usually liquefied, then molded with or without other ingredients. At this point, the process is called chocolate liqueur. The chocolate liqueur may then be processed into two components, cacao, uh, cocoa solids and cocoa butter. I had to change from cacao <laughs> to like cocoa. Uh, we're not, once it's, I guess once it's been processed, it's not cacao no more. Um, and National Chocolate Day was created by the National Confectioners Association. And I love the recipes that they Ooh, chocolate lasagna? That sounds crazy. Hmm. The recipes they have are fudge, no-bake chocolate oat bars, and chocolate lasagna. I remember, um, I think Little Caesars had chocolate raviolis that they sold once. Huh. Or it could have been pizza. It may have been Pizza Hut. But I thought it was like the cool... I think it was. I was about nine years old. And I thought it was just the coolest thing. And they were just like... I mean, it was just they were they were a chocolate. It wasn't like it, it oh, wasn't. Um, yeah, it was just. Yeah, it was just a solid chocolate. It wasn't. It'd be cute if it was like a chocolate in like pasta and like fried or something right. like that. But no, nope. just chocolate. No. Oh, I wanted a picture of the chocolate lasagna, but they don't have one. Oh, Wait, let me just double check. It just has the recipe. <sighs> but does it have? Well, hold on. I gotta see something real quick. If it has noodles. I didn't know. You know. It looks like you just do layers oh, of stuff. Chocolate and sweet stuff. Yeah. Cho- oh my god. It, was, it sounds sweet. horrible because it's like you're gonna die. Yeah. Gonna the die. Ingredients are like up. like, but no, really, it's not. It's not good for anybody. Um. So yeah, it is National Chocolate Happy Day. Happy Chocolate Everyone Day. Can celebrate. Happy. Cho- I love how they they admit to themselves that so they say, um, uh, where, where they put it. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, where's the thing they said? Oh, while there are many specific chocolate-related holidays throughout the year, yeah. National Chocolate Day ce- celebrates all things chocolate. Like, they're calling it out because they're like, yeah, we know that there are a lot of ice cream days. <laughs> there are a lot of chocolate days. So days. <laughs> a lot of cake and pie days. But this one's just, this just one's for just chocolate. chocolate in general. And I also do, like, um, one of my actual favorite things to do is when I'm craving chocolate because I have, I usually have, like, dark 
um, cocoa powder because, you know, you buy it for like in a recipe and then you don't really need to use that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I almost always have it. And then my favorite thing to do is to have a frozen banana mm-hmm. and then blend it with like just a little bit of uh, milk. Really good with coconut milk, actually. And um, put some chocolate and some cinnamon in there mm-hmm. and a little bit of something, some kind of sweetener. Like if you want sugar, if you want like honey, if you want like agave, like whatever the hell you want to do. Um, oh, it's really actually really good with maple. I think I've done maple syrup, cinnamon, cocoa. And yeah, I really like it with coconut because it adds a little bit of nuttiness to it. But you can use like regular milk or nut milk or whatever you want. Um, just and it just like makes almost like a, I mean it's what people use for like smoothie bowls and stuff, mm-hmm. but it is like my favorite thing Sounds because crazy. it's just so good, just like a little bit, so that it's like, you have to have a powerful um, blender, which I do because some nice person sent it to mm-hmm. me. I don't know who, I don't know who that was. Uh, but you know it's like it's like ice cream kind of, and that's like my favorite thing to do when I crave. Ch- oh, and a little bit of salt because when you have chocolate, mm-hmm. you have to have a little bit of salt. Yep. That's my favorite thing to do when I crave chocolate, but I don't have, like, actual, like, candy or anything, and I don't feel, I don't really, like, bake that much. I do, I do, but not really. Um, So, that's my favorite thing to do. I like this, like, uh, cinnamony, chocolatey, like, smoothie bowly type thing, because I live in Los Angeles, and they love that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you have a sugar bakery moment this week? Or many, I, I guess you're on so holiday. I did, so many. Um, highlights. Let's see. <laughs> I did you write them down? Um, (laughs) I went to see two movies at the theater. I went to see House of the Clock and Mm -hmm. Its Walls, which was fun and fueled my sarcastic little soul. And yeah, Bad Times at the El Royale, which was bonkers and amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I've been reading. I was gonna read like so many books over break, but I got into this trilogy and I didn't realize how many pages the trilogy was. Um, the first book is over 400 pages. The second book is over 500 pages. And the one that I'm trying to finish now is over 800 pages. Wow. Um, the first one is over 400 pages. That one actually went by really, really quick. Um, That's a lot to ask people. It's a lot. But it's the Gemma Doyle and These series. are actual books. You're not reading like the ebook version. No. Right? You're, re- you're like, holding it's these a, big books. It's a doorstop. It's huge. Wow. <laughs> Um, but they're good if you like fantasy if you like some young adult in your books um i recommend it it's got some really cool world building it's victorian um but a lot of fantasy and Hmm. what else did i do i went to see the georgia o'keefe exhibit at work with a friend Mm -hmm. also from work and it was cool um i've been there every year and have not taken advantage of my free art tickets so i did that Um, yeah i slept a lot and I watched a lot of movies. And yeah, that was that was my week. It was great. Um, yeah. Did you have Sugar Baker moment? I'm so excited. <laughs> um, I don't think I did, Aww. actually. Let me I took them all. I'm sorry. Th- I, no, no, no. I hogged I'm all the Sugar Baker moments. Because I, I don't think. How did I really? I just kind of like worked this week. Um, I had a cool moment of like, you know, like sharing with people and like supporting and stuff where I made these, um, butternut squash, uh, biscuits for, um, uh, a harvest themed spiritual reflection that I was doing with our department. And like also brought like, um, some Honeycrisp apple juice and, um, was talking all about harvest and, you know, what you hold on to and what you're anyway you know how like in the harvest like in the olden days when we used to actually eat from like what you you know what you grew yeah <laughs> you you had to also um preserve things and just and and have them sustain you through the winter mm-hmm. you know so that was kind of part of this theme and we have a woman who works in our office who is great and takes care of like so many things i mean like to say like administrative system would be stupid because she's like a chaplain for the chaplains basically she does so much Mm -hmm. and um i she doesn't usually come to these meetings because they're just like you know she has so much other stuff to do and it's nice for her to have like a break when we're when we're all doing something else for a minute um and so i came in the morning and i asked her if she wanted one of the biscuits and she was like oh actually i haven't had like breakfast yet yet that would be great and so we had a toaster oven there and i was able to um heat up for her and i had, had like we had like, these little tiny cups for some reason um tiny and cups. i put like 
yeah, they were like little, like almost like if you ever did Swish in school, you probably didn't do that. I think that was my time period of <laughs> had to do like where you swished fluoride in your mouth and then you spit it out. It's so strange. I don't know what's wrong with schools. Um, but um, uh, it was like tiny little, like it's like almost like dental cups. I don't know why we have them. And I, so I put a little butter in there and I left out overnight. So it was soft for everyone. And I even had... um uh some of my harney and sons like spiced tea mm. one of my tea packets tap packets i had with me and um so I, I like made a whole thing for her and uh gave it to her and then i like went off and did my work and stuff and like she loved it she sent me an email later that day that 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 was just exactly what she needed Aww. she's had a pretty rough summer slash fall and like pretty rough week and it was just so nice so she sent me an email and then she saw me the next day she's like i'm not gonna cry today but like that was exactly what i needed and it was so perfect Aww. and it was so sweet, sweet that i really enjoyed um being able to do something for her this sounds a little bit like i was just bragging about myself no that was not my point <laughs> <laughs> oops uh, my point is when you're able the the beauty of being able to share something with someone was my point Aww. really because there's not too much you know my job's pretty hard so when we can do really nice things for each other it's very appreciated yeah basically yeah that's there we go so it works cool Yes. Also, they're really good biscuits. I, they looked good. Um, the they recipe was good. like, yeah, the recipe was like so for it was for pumpkin sage, and I didn't feel like I wanted to be able to make the recipe from what I had in the house. Yeah. So that's what I, especially because like these reflections, there's no point in like putting too much effort into it. It was enough effort that I was um, forfeiting my apple cider right, because it hasn't been cold enough anyway. So I'll get some more <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and baking. So I wanted to make it good. And the recipe was pretty good. Maybe I'll give it to you to put on the show notes because, yeah. um, it used a little bit, only like two tablespoons of butter in it instead of like lard or anything and, um, no egg, but, uh, about equal parts of, pumpkin puree although i did butternut squash mm -hmm. that i pureed and that i roasted and pureed so it was like cooked and everything and then um uh greek yogurt oh. so that's what kept them kind of they were like, like fluffy and like moist and not too dry and not like because that's the thing i cannot stand when people's biscuits are dry. like these hard rock Ugh. things i'm like what are you doing i we're can't from the south. have we a good amount that. of fat yeah exactly and it's bad and then like before and i didn't i was too lazy about um i didn't like roll them out really i just made like a log and i cut them <laughs> that works <laughs> I was like i'm not messing with rolling out and stamping these things um but i did like put like melted butter on them before i put them in the oven and it only took like 10 minutes to bake them it was so nice because they're pretty light so um so that was fun yeah cool do you want me to, uh, to describe this crazy episode? This episode is so weird. Not... What do we watch? It it kind of did. What did we I watch? I don't know. The question. Like, I don't think it knew what it was doing. I don't think it, it knew either. Doing. No one knows what we watched. Jeez. I don't even know. So we did watch season five, episode 12, which is called, and now here's Bernice. <laughs> okay. Oh, which boy. Is, I think she hasn't been in this season, has she? I don't think so. If she has not I very much at so. all. I don't think we've seen her. No. She's definitely had some arterial flow, flow problems. Issues. Apparently. Um, so it first aired December 17th, 1990. It still boggles my mind how often these are literally the week, the next week that they air. Mm -hmm. Because we do not have that type of TV anymore. No. Just at all. You know, like, no, really. Wait, like, like or maybe yeah and then they'll just be like off for like three weeks yeah. because it's like football's on or something like that or you have all of it at once and you can stream it all at the same time like i it's crazy to me this this life that we used this to have consistent um putting out of episodes yeah maybe that's why we're so anxious because there's no consistency maybe maybe we <laughs> need some lives. consistent television in our lives to help with anxiety oh, it's feast and famine Jeez. okay so what tv guide says mary joe finds host Bernice's public access cable TV show. Oh, man. The ideal arena to air her views on men. All right. That's and uh, Donald, who... I'm sorry. I really hate that name it's, now. No, yeah. If, if I ever know someone named, named Donald, I'm definitely calling like Donald yeah, or something like that. that I can't deal with this. Yeah. Um, and then the other women... 
involved or Melinda is played by oh sorry Donald is Colin Burnson Melinda is Rebecca Balding that's unfortunate name <laughs> Balding okay. uh, Ross is oh who's Ross, who's Ross? Tara Karshian she's probably there's also Nancy is Lisa Long these are probably all people that are like in the in office, the office that she talks yeah. to later there's also Phil is Jerry Hawkins Phil, Phil. I don't know who I Phil don't... was all oh, these people are there was like the so the impressive. camera. Like the, the director guy? and then like the sound yeah. guy in the studio. So maybe oh, that was Phil. So that's it. I don't know. I guess so. Um, it made me laugh though because cable access. My dad used to have a cable access show. Really? Yeah. It was called Legal Eagles because he was a lawyer. <laughs> and he Legal would like, people would call. It was actually like cute because like, I know, isn't that great? I know. Um, And people would call in asking for legal advice. Oh. So, and like, and they would be like, well, like, it's not, and like, it was a way for people to actually get like free legal advice. So that was nice, I yeah. guess, you know. Um, but, um, and it was like him and some of the women from his office. Yeah. Hmm. Who now thinking about it must have been like in their 20s. To me, when I was little, I was like, they're so, they're old. so old. They're like adults. Yeah. <laughs> Real adults. <laughs> now I'm an adult and I'm oh like, what gosh. is an adult at home? I'm like, what? No, it's, it's not me. <laughs> truth. Definitely not me. Well, I guess I'm, no, I'm an adult. When I'm in my work, not anywhere else. I'm an, an, my age is an adult age. You're an adult. You're an adult. Am I? You've had a house. You're I've had a house. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to say past tense, yeah. I guess, because it's technically not true it's anymore. Not true. But yeah, but that's even more adult. You've had and sold a house. Sold that's a house. Like double adult. <laughs> yeah. Peak adult. Okay. Anyway. All right. It's peak. Peak adult. Peak adult. What? In speaking of adults, speaking which are not of in this not episode. Adults. Um, this episode is crazy. We started Sugar Bakers mm-hmm. as per usual. I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Um, Yay. <laughs> and Charlene is a little fidgety and she asks Julia, do you know how so like, funny. um, people like the, you always used to tell your mother always used to tell you to wear your under, wear a nice underwear in case you were in an accident or something. And Julia's like, mm-hmm. yes, but actually I've always done that on principle. And I love that she said yeah. that. Cause I've always thought that was so weird. Like what are people doing the rest of the time? Like Why? Why would you, why is that the only reason you do it? Um, yeah. And Charlene said, oh yeah, well, you know, me too. Until today, I feel so stupid, but I got to tell someone. Promise me you won't tell anybody. Promise. And Julie's like, I promise. She says, I have on Bill's underwear. <laughs> and Julie's like, I love this. Charlene. <laughs> She's like, I know, I know. I feel so ashamed. I can't believe I'm sitting here in light blue jockey shorts, but the washing machine broke and I couldn't get to the laundromat and Olivia was up with the croup, so I couldn't wash anything in the sink. And I could not wear underwear because it's too cold outside. It just, it feels so weird. And then Anthony literally pops up from mm-hmm. underneath yeah. like the kitchen cabinets yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like what? He's been there he the whole pops time. Up. That's so funny. It's so funny. And I'm going to get that. And Charlene is super upset. Yes. And he was like, oh, I was just looking for some sugar. But like, I heard everything you said and I know you feel stupid. <laughs> He's like, but don't mm-hmm. worry, your secret's safe with me. And then Charlene starts asking him stuff. And she's like, do you find that that front, front flap is annoying? And he's like, I said your secret was safe. I did what? not say I wanted to share grooming tips. Yeah, exactly. Also, like, She's it. a dude. <laughs> you are not. Yeah, leave it alone. <laughs> leave it. Yeah. Um, Mary Jo comes in, and there is a uh, present for her. Well, for her dog, mm-hmm. Brownie, who we have never met. Will I? No, we've add. heard about him in like five that's years. Like still alive. Whenever we're in Mary Jo's house, there's never a dog. But that's beside the point. Oh, you have a good yeah. point. Maybe it lives in the yard or something. Maybe maybe he's an outside dog. Um, but yeah. while she was out, um, she got this thing, and Charlene wants her to read the card. It is from Donald Banks, who I hated his name immediately. Um, mm-hmm. he keeps like trying to woo her. Um, and it's getting really hard for her to maintain a business relationship. He remembered the dog's name. He bought this bone for the dog. Whatever. Um, she doesn't yeah. know how to act. Like, she never gets presents. And it seems kind of manipulative. I don't like it even. Yeah, like, from like the get-go. Because it's a business, like, it. like, a working business relationship. Like, you can be, like, nice. And even if you're interested, like, make that known. And then be like, you know, when this yeah. job is over, let's get a drink or whatever. Um, but he's like constantly trying to woo her and she says like, it's weird cause she doesn't ever get presents. Like Ted just used to give her a card that said a donation has been made to in your name to United way. Um, but also she doesn't date clients and Julia's like, well, you know, I second that. And she's like, Mary Jo's yeah. like, here, I sat alone for two years. And like now men are like throwing themselves under my car 
to date me because, you know, we had last week's debacle and now there's this guy. Um, and Bernice comes in and my note is just Bernice and then like 10 exclamation Bernice. points. Bernice. Yeah. But, but I, she's sh- a mess. I should not have been excited to see I her because she was. She's such what is going a on. mess. She unveils herself and then starts like <laughs> not humming. She's like la la lying. The, the uh-huh. what is it? The Tonight Show. Oh, is that what it was? I didn't know that's I... what it was. Charlene says it after yeah. the fact. And she says it. That's it. Yeah. The only right. reason I, I thought instantly she forgot. just made up her own theme song. Um, yeah, me too. And she's like something. Especially based on the title. Yeah. And something, she says something wonderful just happened. And Charlene's like, oh my lord, Ed McMahon came and you won the Publishers Clearinghouse sweepstakes. And Bernice is like, I did? Yeah. When did he call? And she's like, oh no, he didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were humming the Tonight Show theme song. I just thought it was a hint. Yeah. And Bernice is like, well, that was a letdown. Anyway, um, I got news. She is going to be the host of a talk show on public access called Senior Roundup. Um, it's right I after- can't believe that's the <laughs> to be offensive or something oh geez. it's right Sorry. after kung fu house party on thursday nights mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it is sponsored by hillcrest Leisureland. and she's talking about how she auditioned to do it last year but they took their sweet time and so like now she gets one shot and if she's good she can host every week and if not you know she's done and mm-hmm. she talks about how the show needs to be spiced up because on last week's episode it was called you and your prostate and she said the title was sexy enough, but it lacked the violence to pack a real wallop. What? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's calling her episode 60 After Dark, and she has rounded up <laughs> for her senior roundup right. a real life hooker and also a cop mm-hmm. from the Vice Squad. Neither one knows the other one will be there, and he might just bust her right there on air. Oh what, how does God, she even think of this horrible. stuff? Um, yeah. And then Donald Banks comes in, and if you did not like him before, when you just heard his name, seeing him in person will, you know, not make you like him anymore. <laughs> he's horrible. He's awful. It's just like he's just weird. He's just weird. He's awkward. It's, no, like none of it. He's like that night early nineties, like not quite mullet. I don't know. I just didn't didn't care for it. Um, Julia mm. introduces him to Bernice, and she's like, "You don't have any sexy little secrets you like to reveal on camera, do you?" Also, he's not oh an old person. <laughs> Why are you asking him? No. Yeah. It's supposed to be yeah. about old people for old people. Um, yeah. <laughs> about old people for old people. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's what you should like call it instead. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and Mary Jo talks about how Bernice has just um, got started being a talk show host and, like, you know, it's her first episode. And Charlene explains that Donald has the hots for Mary Jo. None of this is, like, appropriate conversation for work. Very like strange. especially I don't like any of it. Like he's a client, and you're using the term. Like she literally says he has the hots for her. Like that's not no. Mm-hmm. And then Ew. she not so discreetly stage whispers to Bernice, um, like she like that's how she says this. Like she says it to Bernice in a stage whisper that everyone can hear. Um, <laughs> and he says also inappropriate in a workplace. Still trying to get to first base with Mary Jo, and I need some help to convince her to go out with me. Like, isn't first base like copping a few of the bosoms or something? Probably. I don't know. Or is it a kiss? I don't know. I bet it's kiss, isn't it? But still, to even bring that up, like, we're not 14 years old. Um, It's completely inappropriate. Like, my notes just say, ooh, ooh, ooh. Gross. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Mary Jo's like, well, I don't think it warrants a public debate, but since you brought it up, why should I go out with you? Ugh, this is yeah. so disgusting. Good point. Like, I wanted help. to gag. It's not a good... He says, yeah. I can't stop thinking about you. The touch of your hand, the smell of your perfume. I've got it bad, baby, right in my gut, and you're the only one who can fix it. Ugh. No. Just... No. Why? Stop. No. It's terrible. Um, no. And Charlene's like, oh, that's good. No, Charlene. It's no, not. it's not. It's awful. I mean, I know Charlene's like a... She's a huge romantic. Like, freaking romantic, but like, ew. That's a terrible line. Anyway. Yeah. She's like, it's just like something out of a movie. Wasn't that good, Julia? And Julia's like, yes, very nice. Same. Um, hmm. And Donald is like, oh, you know, I'm not impressing Mary Jo, though. Like, okay, okay, okay. It's just business uh, as usual until you say the word. And then he leaves. Charlene really likes him. Another gross... Um, 
And she's like, Mary Jo, you just about broke his heart. Well, too bad. This is a working mm-hmm. relationship. Too bad. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what else I was going <laughs> to say bad. there. Too bad. Um, yeah. Mary Jo's like, he was just being dramatic. It's not easy for me. You know, he's charming and good looking. No, he's not. Um, but no. I'm trying to maintain a business decorum. And Bernice says, well, I think life is too short. If you like him, just tackle the big galoot. No, if you think he's cute, just tackle the big galoot because it rhymes. Oh, yeah, that's cute. But no, No. and she points out that she just turned down a guy recently. And six days later, he died. You can't let them hang on the vine long at Leisure Land. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, Bernice. I knew she was going to say something like that. Like someone's dead. Yeah, she's got to. And then Charlene's like, well, I think you're crazy. He certainly could turn the pants off of me. And Julia says, yes. And if he did, he'd be certainly surprised. (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Several days later, maybe a week, I don't know how long it's been. It's been long enough for like three dates. Mary Jo is now dating this guy. They've been on three dates. And for their third date, he laid out a picnic supper on the floor of his house in front of the fireplace. And it was so romantic. Blah, blah, blah. And Suzanne says, so you took the lid off the cookie jar? And she's like, no, I didn't actually. It was wonderful. And he didn't pressure me at all. Yeah. And Anthony says, well, I've got to give him credit for coming up with all these creative ways of, like, dealing with the first few dates. And Anthony talks about how he usually takes the date to a movie, but unless they're going to see Old Yeller, there's always a sex scene. And then his date tenses up. Like what are not every it's nineteen ninety. Like watching. Not all movies have sex scenes in the nineties, do they? I don't know. I don't know. Um but he says that his date tenses up. Or a dead dog. It's either one. Or your dog's gonna die. Dead dog. That's it. If you're lucky, both. Both. (laughs) Why not both? Sorry. Um and like his date tenses up because she thinks that that's what he's thinking, and then he tenses up because he knows that she knows that that's what he's thinking, and she's right. And um, Suzanne's like, you know what I really hate on a date? Is when his dentures don't fit, so the restaurant has to puree his meat for him. Yeah, we can oh all relate God. to that, Suzanne. Yeah, we can all relate to we that. We get it. Um, and Julia's like, yeah, we've all been there, echoing our sentiments. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, you know, it's just old-fashioned wooing, and, like, I must confess, it's working. I could really fall for this guy. And the phone rings, and Anthony... I can't believe this it. This is so stupid. Anthony says, if that's Bernice, I'm not here. And it's not Bernice, it's Donald. Mary Jo... Also, like, what has Bernice been doing, this poor man? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, nope. <laughs> just, no like, more. doesn't want to deal with her. And oh, Mary Jo, man. I love how, like, still, because it's 90, she has to take off her earring to answer the phone, because it's so big. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. Always makes me happy. Um, Anthony does not want to talk to Bernice because um, last night they went um, hooker hunting because their their hooker, who's going to be on the show, bailed. And Charlene's like, well, I told you, you know, call Monette. Well, apparently she and all the respectable hookers in Atlanta have gone to this convention in Las Vegas. So they're not here. So they have to go find somebody. All the respectable hookers have gone to to a convention. (laughs) Convention. And so Bernice made Anthony take her around in the Cadillac looking for what she called fresh meat. And Mm -hmm. at one point she leaned out the window and shouted, work it, girl. How'd you like to strut your stuff on public access? What is wrong Mm -hmm. with Bernice? Stop. Suzanne is amused, Mm -hmm. of course. Um Mary Jo gets off the phone, and Donald has just dumped her while she's at work on the phone. None of this is okay or appropriate. Yeah. Why? It's like like today, like somebody sending you a text message in the middle of your work day being like, by the way, mm-hmm. we're done. Mm-hmm. So rude. Horrible. He tells her Horrible. that he woke up this morning and realized they were moving too fast and she's not what he's looking for in a woman and she just doesn't challenge him. And Julia is pissed. Like she is having none of his bullshit. She's livid. She's like, I don't know what gets into some men and like, what does he mean you don't challenge him? And this is supposed to be dating, not arm wrestling. That's it. I'm canceling this account. And Mary Jo tells her not to. Charlene's super disappointed. I'm really impressed with how much she responds to this. You know, yeah. it doesn't seem very professional to me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like that's her friend. But I like it, and she's like, no. Yeah. Um, Charlene's super disappointed. She's like, I can't believe this is the same man who sent you a Valentine in November. 
And I agree with Suzanne. She's like, mm. I told you that wasn't cute. I told you it was stupid. He just mm-hmm. got his months mixed mm-hmm. up. That's all. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Julia is like, I knew there was something about him that was missing from the start. Like something was just off. And Suzanne says, if you want my advice, the only thing to do is to get revenge. You call up his boss and tell him Donald offered us a kickback if we padded the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and Julia's like, we're going to tell his miniature golfing buddies that he... <clears throat> lounges around the house in a big old push-up bra, which also is not professional, but I thought it was funny. No. Mm-hmm. And Charlene points that out. She's like, Julie, that's not like you. She's like, I'm sorry, but this man needs to be terminated. Terminated. <laughs> because by, the terminator. by yes, by the terminator. Um yeah. and Mary Jo's like, no, I just I want to just get through this job, be professional and show him I can do it. Um and Julie's like, oh no, no, you know, like if you're not gonna let me cancel it, I'm gonna take it over. And she's like, nope. Um, I went against my better judgment and now I can't be a coward about the consequences. I'll just be really businesslike. And Suzanne says, yeah. And if that doesn't work, then we'll go with the push up bra. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to later. Bernice has still not found a hooker. The taping is tonight. And now the vice cop is backed out with some like flimsy excuse about getting shot in a raid. So she has no show. And, uh, Charlene's trying to help her. She's like, oh, you could just do a show on decorating. Like, we could go on. We could talk about yeah. it. And Julia's like, oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. And Bernice is like, besides, decorating is dull. Rude. Charlene is trying to help you. I know. Bernice is so uh, not lovely in this episode. No. It's she's, like, really annoying in this episode. Um, yeah. And Charlene's like, or, you know, you could do a variety show. Like, you could eat fire. Mary Jo could sing. Suzanne is a local celebrity. She shoots that idea down, too. <laughs> and Mary Jo's like, oh, you know, I wish, like, I could help you. I'd rather go track down hookers than survive Donald. And she talks about how she has, like, this notion that, like, having goodwill and being super professional will make him feel bad, but it's not working. Um, Julie wants to go with her to the appointment. And she's like, no, I made my bed. So I have to go lie in it, so to speak. And she says she'll be back. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves. And Bernice is like, poor kid. I thought she'd never shut up. So rude. God. <laughs> We've got hooker hunting to do. Okay. And then we cut to Donald's office, which is really There's ugly. There's nothing feminist about this episode. I can't deal with it. Yeah. Like, what is this? What is this what? hooker hunting? What is? Why are we doing this? Um, what is happening? It's like, Donald needs his office remodeled because, like, it's, it's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's very 90s. Lots of, I don't know, mauve. And those tones. (laughs) Seashell chairs. I don't know. It's not Mm -hmm. cute. Um, Mm -hmm. But Mary Jo says that she thinks that he just needs one big painting on this wall. And he's like, are you sure that's all we need? And she's like, yeah, unless you're not secure enough to make a statement like that. And he's like, no, I'm Mm. secure enough. I just have to check with my boss. And she's like, that's a good idea. Why don't you pick one that he'll fall in love with and then tell him it's not available? And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like look okay. I don't want to mess up our working relationship blah 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 um, and she excuses, was like excuses excuses uh, weird weird that's what I said three weeks ago and you were totally singing a yeah, different exactly. tune then he was like yeah but that was before we really got to know each other people change and she's like yeah people change over years not overnight dummy yeah I was giving him benefit and benefit of the doubt for like a minute and then she had a point I was like oh yeah, well, it's, I guess he likes the chase, not the yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, not the yeah. Once once he catches his once prey, he has him. he's not interested anymore. Of um, and he says he never meant to hurt her, and she's like, "Yeah, well, I'm getting a really bad feeling that you did." And mm-hmm. he's like, "Well, let me get my office manager's Just input." Her. Um, her name is Melinda, so he calls her into the office. And like my first reaction when she walked in is like he's fucking his office manager. Like th- that's what that's what I, before that's what she even about. walked in, I was like, she is going to give us some insight into this nonsense. Yeah. Or I thought she was the reason he dumped Me her. Me too. Or like yeah, that, you know? I thought he was yeah. with her, and yeah. that's why he threw Mary Jo over. Um, it's much worse. Yeah. Uh, yes. Like he walks out, Mary Jo loses her shit for a minute, and then she like composes herself mm-hmm. again. And Melinda's like, something tells me that you've gotten the Donald Banks treatment. And she's like, what Mm -hmm. is that? And he's like, well, he showers. She says he showers you with attention until you go out with him. And then he takes you on these wacky, wonderful dates. Wacky. It was a picnic. Wacky. In someone's living room. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Then when he's won your trust, wham, you get the phone call. Um, She's like, take a number and get to the end of the line. 
And she finds mm. out that, like, he's done this so many times. The girls in the office actually used to have a support group. They would meet once a week yeah. and try to figure that out how to put terrifying. their lives back together. But, like, why did they... If if it happened to more than one person, yeah. why didn't they just talk to each other and be like, don't date him? Maybe they didn't know until it happened to all of them. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, but that's what I thought, too. You would think yeah. after, like, one or two, the rest, like, it's an office. I mean, gossip. Yeah. People are going to know. Yeah. But she says one girl, Jackie, even broke up with her fiance for him, and then he destroyed her. Idiot. And then another. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Another lady comes oh, in. Uh, she introduces her as Susan. She talks about how they went out with for four months. Um, she's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. Nancy is lucky. They only went out for two weeks, but not before he asked her to marry him." And Mary's just Gross. like, "Why?" Which is my question. What is wrong with him? What? He's got problems. What's wrong with you? And then Melinda's yeah. like, well, there's no other explanation. The guy's just a heel. And then we cut to Bernice's show. I don't know that term. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, what like is a, that? Like what a does that jerk, mean? Like a, like a not. Um, is it like, does it mean like heel of like a foot or a heel of bread or like? Um, heel? I don't know like where the entomology. Let's see. Oh, you don't have to look it up. I just like, I just don't get it. Like, I feel like I have heard it before, but I never really thought about that it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I'll have to read the Urban Dictionary later. There's some, oh my gosh. some stuff on here. I'll find out. I'll post it in the show uh-huh. notes. But yeah, like... Thank you. Like, um, like, older people say it. Like, people in my family, like my yeah. aunts, and like, they all say it. That's where I heard oh, it growing okay. up. <laughs> they have a lot of heels to talk about. They do. <laughs> they know a lot of heels. Um, mm-hmm. So we cut to Bernice's show where everything is about to go completely off the rails. Oh my god! Um, Julie has been. Like, is she having a stroke while recording? <laughs> Probably. This? I don't know. I would not be shocked. Jeez. Um, yeah. Julia like has spent twenty minutes driving around trying to find this place because mm-hmm. Bernice failed to mention the TV studio was in the basement of a welding company. Um, <laughs> oh, of course it is. Um, and then, so, like, they get there, and there's, like, one minute before they're about to roll tape. And come to find out, Bernice did not write down any of the questions. Julia spent all this mm-hmm. time explaining things to her about decorating, and she didn't write anything down. Yep. And, yep. um, she's like, no, it's okay, don't worry about it. Like, these people are professionals. If you have any issues or problems, like, they'll walk you through it. And then the director comes mm-hmm. up, and she's like, look, I gotta make a phone call during the taping, but, like, I'll leave the camera running. It'll be fine. and then Uh, how much they care so much and then they sit down and Brittany starts talking and she's like tonight we'll be talking about something that preys on the mind of every senior citizen sex for sale but first our guests and she introduces them and she calls julia (sighs) julie sugar baker yeah that was confusing i was like what that's not her name (laughs) i was like you know who she is you know her and then she's like you're kind of the madam of the sugar baker house Oh, and then we immediately God. see where this whole conversation is going. But he, the thing is, like, she's like, you're kind of the mad. But, like, she's, but then she, it, it isn't a metaphor. No. She's taking it literal. Yeah. And I don't. She's mad that she can't okay. talk to the hooker and the vice cop. And she's turning a mm-hmm. decorating business into a brothel is mm-hmm. what's happening. And mm-hmm. she's like, so tell me, when you first get a new client, what titillates and excites you about that mm-hmm. relationship? And Julia's like, I would hardly use the word titillate. And Bernice yeah. is like, that's not a nasty word, is it? She, like, looks at the, the director. She's like, just don't shorten it. Mm-hmm. And then Bernice says... Oh, because tit. Because tit, yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together <laughs> at the time. Jeez. And then Bernice says, I heard it's Anthony's job to solicit business for all of you. So she's now turned Anthony into the pimp of Sugar Bakers. Um, and she's like, what do you mm-hmm. expect from your that girls me up. when you send them out into the field? And Julia's like, no, we don't refer to them as girls. They're women, um, but mm-hmm. they get to know the needs of their customers. And Bernie's like, ooh, I'll bet. Charlene, how many treats oh do you gosh. turn in a week? Treats. <laughs> Charlene's like, treats? And Anthony says, I think she means tricks. And he's like, Miss Clifton, I think you have us confused with the next segment. We are decorators. And Bernie mm-hmm. says, everybody has to have something to fall back on. Shh. She freaking knows this. She, like, I don't. I don't five years. They've been friends. Five years. Oh my god, Julia. Let's talk about the bedrooms you've done and the people who've slept there. Just how comfortable do you oh make them? God. When we come back, yeah. Julia and the 
sugar baker decorators um and anthony the man who the man who drives them <laughs> what what's happening i bet when this aired people were like ooh and like laughed so hard with, like all the innuendos and how crazy bernice so is ridiculous. and like it is not holding up no. now <laughs> we're just like what what, what? i don't understand what? i don't I don't understand. <laughs> and then they're on like a 30 second commercial break. And Julia's like, Bernice, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what your problem is. Uh, I don't know if your medication is off or if there's an arterial, if your arterial flow has completely stopped. But when we can pick it back yeah, on the stopped. air, if you don't correct this, I'm going to pick you up personally and throw you across the room. I, I totally think that'll happen. She'll break a hip. Yeah. yeah. It just need to be bad. Um, then they mm-hmm. come back and Bernice says, we're back to our second, our segment on decorator call girls. I've just been chatting with Julia Sugarbaker about the role of the madam in the design world. And then here comes Mary Jo, because the set is not a set. It's just right there next to the door. And she's Uh like, oh, am I late? And they're like, Julia's like, go, go away. Save yourself. Yeah. Um, And Bernice is like. no, she has a, 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 what is it? A mission. A mission. Yeah. And Bernice (laughs) is like, here's Mary Jo Shidley, still obviously quite breathless from her last assignment in Sugar Baker House. (laughs) Were you about to say, like, slutly instead of Shidley or something like that? I don't think so. I think I just stumbled. Something was happening. Um, Something was happening. And Julia's like, run for your life. And Bernice Mm -hmm. says, Mary Jo, sexy nymphette with the pert ones in this outfit. What? Oh my god! You just said that. Oh my god! It's Annie Potts' birthday, by the way. I forgot. Happy birthday, Annie Potts! Happy birthday, Annie Potts! With the pert ones, pert ones. (laughs) That's what made you remember. (laughs) Boop count. count. (laughs) Did. Oh man! She says, "Tell us how you make your clients' fantasies come true." Mm -hmm. And Mary Jo is like. Completely oblivious to Bernice she has no idea what's happening. her nonsense and shenanigans. And she's like, look, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a chance here on making a fool of myself. But other people need to know. I was duped by a man who has since disco- I have since discovered has left a long string of broken hearts in his past. And for a lot of men, I've also learned for a lot of men, uh, this is a way of life. This is their modus operandi, if you will. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I decided that, you know, we women need a network to be warned about these men. So mm-hmm. this is Donald Banks. And she holds up a picture. Oh my God. Like, he is the man who dumped me. He has dumped so many women. They have had to form a support group. If you see this man, warn your friends. If he asks you out, <laughs> don't go. And then the credits roll <laughs> and she keeps going. But she keeps going. Like during the credits, she's like holding what? up pictures, like snapshots of dudes, what is and happening? like talking about their history of broken hearts. Why? And I'm like, what is happening? My last note just says, "What a fucking weird episode." <laughs> <laughs> like, like they didn't really commit to this. Gag, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the A plot and the B plot were like both a little flimsy, so they put them together, and it made no sense. And it just. It was kind of like when you have two slightly wet, like, paper plates, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, I'm going to put them together, It'll and then totally it's just, hold like, this in the middle. It's and not it doesn't. going to at all. No. It's worse. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Wow. No, I, I, lo- I, I really love this show, and I, I love that we can attack it. Yeah, no, it's fun. And be like, fun. what the hell's going on? It's fun to sit here and, like, you know, talk about how weird this episode was. We're enjoying it. Because this is how TV had to be. You had to have so many episodes in every season. Mm-hmm. And it made you go like, huh? <laughs> because there are going to be some ones that are just weird. And maybe there are people who are writers who come in who are not even like involved with the show normally. And they just do all kinds of random shit. And it's like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Especially in something run by women in like this time period. No. Yeah. There was going to be all kinds of people having their input and editing things and yeah 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 so we really appreciate the really really good episodes oh, and yeah they're ones like this where we don't understand we anything don't. That's going but we on. have a ton of fun like watching and talking about them oh heck it's yeah. so much fun oh, heck we yeah. still love it yeah yeah for sure oh, totally um there was someone who tweeted at us recently that they're happy that we kind of called out when julia was being really obnoxious hey. and too much and we're like yeah that's what you have yeah, to i mean you sometimes. gotta look at it you have to be like 
Come on now. As objectively as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was making my pasta sauce when <laughs> I was watching this and I forgot to pick a favorite. That's okay. Outfit. I have two. So I have one for each of us. Awesome. Okay. Um, good. The, my first one is Mary Jo's first outfit. It's like the long oh, yeah. gray skirt with the black tights, but it has mm-hmm. suspenders. Yeah. Um, and I like a it. long red collared shirt underneath. Um, so it's like light gray suspenders skirt set with this <sighs> bright red shirt, which looks awesome. She's so good at having like suspenders or like things that are look, you know, like kind of like strappy that yes. go up to your like shoulders. Yep. She's good with that. She, she looks really good. And then the second one, like she she's so tiny in this outfit. Like she looks so tiny because it's a pencil skirt. I know. It's like the, oh, yeah. the purple pencil skirt that comes up mm-hmm. to like her boobs and her like bright yellow turtleneck they're, they're pert her pert her pert ones um mm-hmm. and then a bright yellow turtleneck that's like a shell kind of so and 80s, then she 90s. has this like purple flower print jacket over top of it and it just looks yes it looks so good it's a good outfit it's so good it's the colors are really bold. yes i like it it's very bright yeah yeah <laughs> it makes me think of like working girl or something. yeah i don't know what's happening yeah yeah good times times. i guess is that our uh, episode that's our episode we did it cool (laughs) we did we did it we did it yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so nuts leslie where can people find us? we are all over the internet we are the girls who came Mm -hmm. to sugar bakers on i must not say the s on podbean and itunes official Lee things. Uh, we are the Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest. Um, if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you happen to get your podcast. Uh, it helps other people find the show and makes us good. Yeah. And thanks. It makes <laughs> us look good. Yeah. And counteracts the people who hated us. <laughs> like two people who hated us. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> sorry about it that's my best detox (laughs) it's not very good (laughs) that was so good i i totally knew exactly what we were doing that's why we're married i got it yeah also i just like love detox i can't help it i love it was really funny when um when i was watching that season and like i was watching with my friend matt and it's something weird happened where i suddenly the fun of being bisexual is that you can be attracted to both the boy and girl version of so much fun (laughs) uh this is i have it for adore and bianca are are in that camp of the ones like Mm -hmm. i think they're so cute in boy and girl form but then like bitch pudding also from dragula like oh god (laughs) i love bitch pudding so much but there's one thing where like like um detox just got on my nerves and got on my nerves and got on my nerves and then suddenly something happened where i was so attracted to him in like girl form and i did not know what to do it was probably around the butt dress or something like that time period And, and matt was like I saw like a shift. <laughs> you, su- you suddenly were like That's really hilarious. attracted to detox and you got all the jokes and you're just like on board for detox. And I have been ever since. That's amazing. So I think I love detox was just in the so beginning. Cause she looks like Angelica Houston. Yeah, exactly. Like what am I doing? Like, of course. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, come on. Oh my God. Bitch pudding was like Morticia Adams recently Ooh. for some show. And I was like, I can't, can't even and it also confuses me because like bitch pudding reminds me of my friend tucker a little bit like if tucker was like younger and like had hygiene <laughs> so <laughs> so it's confusing <laughs> no he like famously doesn't he does that he says that he doesn't care you know like and so i just am like just confused when people look like my people <laughs> <laughs> but they're all so cute oh man anyway diversion or whatever or whatever um we will talk to you all next talk time to you next time thanks for listening Bye. I got 800 problems and all of them is this book I'm trying to finish. (laughs) Is a page in this book. Every page. Every page is a problem.